Hey, what's up, 4D Nation? Before we get going on this podcast, we just wanted to let you know we're going to do a little interactive giveaway with this podcast. Our interview coming up is with Chris Easton. He is the kicking cleat guru for many professional football players and collegiate football players. The giveaway is going to be for a pair of true socks, which is a very high-end sock that many of the professional football kickers and punters like to wear. Our question is, and you need to find out in this episode, what NFL kicker cleat is the most requested cleat among all younger specialists. So we're going to post the question on our Twitter and Instagram pages on the 4th Down Experience. And if you come up with the answer, we will do a raffle within 24 hours of posting the interview for a chance to win the Sox. Enjoy. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Welcome back, guys. Fourth Down Experience Podcast. Chris Hughesby here. And Brian Jackson, we're excited because this is a, a unique interview. Uh, we've known this gentleman for, I think, a couple of years now, maybe even longer than that. Um, but essentially, um, Chris Easton is the kicking cleat guru for kickers, punters, uh, at, at the pro level, college level, even, even some high school guys have bought some shoes from him. Um, I've actually bought a couple pair of shoes from Chris that, that were worth – four or five six hundred dollars and he was able to get me a really sweet deal on them because that was the kind of cleat that I like to kick in and also I wanted to try out a couple of just my personal testimony uh, this guy is the real deal I love him and I think he is a great asset to the industry uh, welcome to the show Chris how's it going man it's going pretty good I appreciate that yeah having having a good time hope everyone's being safe out there yeah Chris thanks for joining us on the podcast like Brian said uh, it's been fun getting to know you the last few years and following your journey. You know, your your cleat business has just snowballed into something that's pretty amazing to see. And so I've I've loved watching your journey. You know, since we're all connected in the kicking industry, it's fun to watch what the NFL specialists and the different kickers post when they have your types of cleats. So you've become the guy, the go-to guy, and that's something that we want to talk about today. So just congratulations, too, on what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Guys, while y'all are all listening to us right now, go ahead and pause the podcast and go to Instagram and just type in literally the words, that soccer guy, Chris, that soccer guy, Chris. Um, if you can't find him, you can go to, to my Instagram or Chris's Instagram and go to the people that are following us or that we're following and type it in. You'll find them. Um, it's pretty cool to see all the NFL specialists, uh, that tag them on IG stories or even on their post, XFL specialists, CFL specialists. I mean, Chris, you're everywhere, dude. Uh, just talk about the last couple of years, like what it's been like. Give us a synopsis. Yeah, so it's it's been crazy. Um, this is an industry I never thought I'd be a part of that um, five years ago I wasn't a part of, and um, I feel blessed to be a part of it. It's uh, It's been cool to see how relationships – um, have kind of guided my success. So 
starting out, I just knew one kicker here at Clemson University and um, through him and, and through word of mouth um, over the past couple of years, I've been blessed to be able to work kind of like what you said, XFL, CFL. I think at one point I was supplying the entire CFL kickers and punters with cleats. And now I think I have close to 40 NFL kickers and punters. So it's, uh, it's, been, it's been awesome. So how did that start out? I mean, you said you mentioned the, the Clemson guy, but yeah. uh, did he just get cleats from you? And then all of a sudden somebody started talking to somebody who started talking to somebody. Like how did, how did the word of mouth sure. in the NFL industry really like sure. to you? Yeah, sure. So I was working at Lloyd Soccer. I think it was about six years ago um, when I started here. And at that time, the gentleman by the name of Chandler Catanzaro was kicking at Clemson along with Bradley Pinion, who was a punter there. Um, and Chandler played soccer, grew up playing soccer in this area. So he knew, he knew of our store. And so he came in and we just started talking about cleats. And um, he kind of told me that he had tried to customize a pair of cleats because obviously Clemson's colors, purple and orange, are kind of hard to match with. And he was like, you know, I've tried to paint, paint them myself. It, it always ends up flaking off, looking horrible. I wish – I wish there was a way to do that. And I was like, you know, that's a really, really good point. So I kind of started to play with it over the course of about six, seven months. I developed my own method to where I was able to customize cleats and to where that paint would actually last for the life of the cleat. Um, at the, about that time that I, I figured that out and started supplying him with that, he, he went and he got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Bradley Pinion got, got uh, picked up by the 49ers. So I started supplying both of them and yeah, kind of just through word of mouth, people are like, where are you getting those cleats? I've never seen those before. Those were, you know, those are cool. Never seen those colors before. Um, and they were lasting and, and they both were telling people that, you know, the, the cleats that, that this guy paints, they, they last, they're, they're great. He knows what he's talking about. And through that, you know, I started to develop a relationship with Jason Myers, um, another kicker, and it just grew. It grew. I started getting phone calls from NFL equipment managers, you know, trying to trying to get a hold of old cleats that I had access to. And yeah, and it kind of just exploded from there to the point. Yeah, like I said, now I have I have close to I think 40 starting NFL kickers and punters that I that I sell cleats to. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been great to see. I actually I think maybe I've known you a lot longer than this, Chris. Maybe it's been three and a half or four years because I, I think it's been close to I, yeah I think it's been close to four years I think it's, think yeah, it's which, been a while <laughs> that's been that's crazy because I remember in 2017 Hughesby I think you came down to staff this camp uh down in Pensacola and, and I remember telling Chris like hey I'm gonna be having a camp um with you know 60 guys down here in Pensacola would love to have a uh I think tempo um was it Tempo Legends or no? It wasn't Legends. Uh, Tempos, right? Yeah, Tempo Legend Sixes, I think, is what you were looking at, or Fives, Fives or Sixes. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think, um, and I wanted to be able to showcase those and put it on the Instagram and all that. And I think I actually, when you were talking about the guys, I think I had either saw Pinion um, or Cantonazero put it on their Instagram, and that's possibly when I had reached out to you and and was like, yeah. "Hey, I'd love to." Okay put some stuff out there because Jason was was a guy that you know has or has been a guy that we've talked with for a while so that's awesome yeah, 40 starters that's that's an impressive resume um I'm curious like what uh what have you noticed with kickers and punters 
and cleats, like the differences between what a kicker would want and what a punter would want? Yeah, so there, there does seem to be a difference. So with kickers in the NFL, it seems like they like a little bit more of a barefoot feel. They like a little bit thinner material. So I don't know if that's just so they can make, you know, make better contact off of that bone on their foot. Um, and then punters tend to like a little bit more of a padded feel. So like a little bit thicker leather, a little bit thicker knit material. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of opposites for, for them. So this is something that we often talk to kids about when they're asking us about cleats. Do you have that conversation with the pros or even the college guys about getting cleats a half size smaller or full size smaller? And what's, what's kind of the common thing that you hear when you talk to them about getting cleats? Yeah. So it, it pretty much comes down to uh, the, the, uh, the, the questions that I get is sizing. Like, you know, should I get this the same size that I have my sneakers? Parents will ask me that. You know, how's this supposed to fit on my foot? Um, and I do, I recommend getting, you know, half a size. If it's a leather cleat, typically I'll say a full size down um, until it stretches out. But yeah, the majority of the questions I get are, are on sizing and, uh, and if they should wear them like sneakers, which is just crazy. Um, you always want to get that, you want to have a really tight fit on that cleat and take into account the type of material that the cleat is. And knowing whether that cleat is going to stretch out and still fit your foot, you know, two months into the process. What are you seeing with guys on how long the cleats last? Like I've seen a couple NFL kickers that have tagged you on their stories on Instagram where they have purchased two pairs of cleats. Like, do, is that because they are done with them after four months or a backup plan or, or they're worried about them, you know, not being around in six months yeah so uh with that it, it just depends on the person uh, i would say for the majority of my nfl kickers and punters they want at least three to four pairs of cleats for a season um and that could be dependent on on where their team's located and where where they're going to be playing that season but the average is about three to four cleats a season for for an nfl player um jason myers is a couple of years back was kind of in a different situation because it was an older cleat. He liked the, the Nike Magista Opus that at that time Nike discontinued. So I think at one point he had about 27 pairs of them. Um, and then, yeah, like an older cleat, kind of like the one that I supplied to you, that Tiempo. Um, if, if I'm able to source that cleat, you know, I have guys that will, will buy five to six pairs of those just because they are so hard to find. Do you see that, you know, as these different style cleats come out with the next generation, is there a cleat style that stays fairly consistent or does it change up a lot? Like you mentioned, Jason Myers liked a certain cleat and probably didn't want to sway away from that, but are you seeing a certain style cleat stay fairly consistent and then the look is different? What are, what are your experiences? Yeah, so obviously the, the, I would normally heart back to the, the Tiempo line from Nike. Um, I would say with the seven and the eight version from this year and this past year where they've started to kind of add the knit material started to change a little bit. Um, still a fantastic cleat. It still has that kangaroo leather upper. Um, it's still probably the number one cleat that, that I recommend for kickers and punters. But as far as staying consistent to itself and not changing a whole lot, it'd probably have to be the Nike Premier. Um, it's been a full um, kangaroo leather upper for for the entire life of the cleat 
Um, really the only thing that sh that's changed on that cleat is they've added a little tongue to it. Um, but the shape, the materials, everything's the exact same as it's been for the past seven, eight years. What's uh, just kind of going on the other end of this? Because, um, you know, us kickers can be pretty picky and pretty persistent. And obviously you're not going to – you don't have to name any names. That's up to you. But um, I, I <laughs> would kind of find it comical. What's been, like, some things that are, like, some pet peeves of, like, kickers that you've learned over the last, like, four or five years that maybe they ask, like, certain questions that just, like, drive you up the wall? Yeah, so it, it – I mean, it's all over the place. Uh, a lot of the ones I get from high schoolers that they always ask me, you know, are these real? Is this real? I'm not selling you knockoffs from China. So I'm, I'm selling you stuff from Nike and Adidas. I'm based in the United States. That's illegal. So that's, that's the funniest one I get. That, the question I get is, are, are, are your cleats real? Yes, they're real. Um, as far as uh, NFL goes, I mean, you guys know how superstitious a lot of those guys are. I have one guy that will refuse to kick in any cleat that has any color other than all white will not touch the cleat unless it is completely all white. That, that would probably have to be the craziest one. I remember when I was hitting you up one time. It's always funny. I'll just be like, I got I to gotta hit up Chris and ask him about this cleat. And I remember it was like, I think it was 2000 or 2001 uh, was, the, was the Ronaldo R9s. This was the other Ronaldo, not the current Ronaldo that everyone knows right. now. But Brazil. The, Brazil. Brazilian. Ronaldo, you're talking yeah, about, right the Brazilian Ronaldo, and I'm like, I remember kicking massive touchbacks, and then out of nowhere, like, we couldn't get the cleat, and I had to go to a different type of Nike cleat, and so I tried the side lace on the outside side of the of the foot, and my touchback percentage went down, and I was in pretty good shape then, so I was like, you know, I don't, I don't get it. Is it the cleats? And I always regret it. I remember hitting you up and being like, Hey, dude, like, is there any way to find these? And I think you were like, I think these are like, I don't, I don't know, what, how much were they, Chris? Like, uh, I, I think at the time they were maybe $1,000. That price has is, is jumped up about two times that. I think they're, they're trading for close to $2,000. Yeah, and that, that's when I was like, ah, oh, well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the thing is I have access to those. It's just obviously that is a ton of money to wear a cleat that um, – at the age that it's at now, even dead stock, brand new, never been worn, that, that glue is going to fail you. A lot of times that, that's just going to be like a showpiece. Right, right. Yeah, and especially I'm not, I'm not playing or anything. It would be more for me kicking on the side. So um, it wouldn't be worth it for me to do it. But um, That it's makes it's it some sweet trick shot videos, though, <laughs> with people wearing those. Right. <laughs> yeah, once this, this whole virus thing goes away, I'll be able to go back to the fields and get some in. For sure, um, but I mean, it, I do firmly believe that a kicking cleat can help you or hurt you or keep you at the same area. Like it's just, it's a certain preference that that kicker or punter has, and I've I have noticed from as a kicking coach that, and he, in and kicking for so many years, it does appear to be that the guys that have bigger, wider feet um, like to have a little more padding and kangaroo leather and maybe the guys with thinner skinnier feet like the skinnier um material like the mercurials however i guess personally for me if i try to put mercurials on they're a more narrow thinner thinner cleat 
mm-hmm. and they hurt. Like it hurts when I kick and I don't, I don't feel as confident. And, and then, but when I put on kangaroo leather, like the tempos, you know, those, those sixes that you got me, those, I feel way better. They don't, they don't hurt my bone, my, my big mm-hmm. parcel bone. What have you been hearing with kit guys that maybe you're wearing like 11, but they have wide feet. Do they like the mercurials or do they like the thinner cleats? Yeah. So the trend, the trend has started to change. I would say a little bit, um, talking with my Nike rep, Nike has kind of identified that and started to, to tweak the mercurial line to, to fit wider feet. However, in, in the past, as far as, you know, the past life of the mercurial, it has been a super skinny, skinny, skinny cleat. Um, so I would say that's hundred percent correct. It, it's been for really narrow, narrow footed guys and, and girls. Um, and kangaroo leather, in my opinion, is always going to be better if you have a wider foot or have, you know, an odd, odd shaped foot. It just, it's going to break in quicker. It's actually going to expand to the sh- exact shape of your foot. Um, so if a guy comes to me and asks me for a, a recommendation on a cleat who has wide feet it's always going to be it's going to be pushing them towards that tempo line i will say though that the the vapor 13 that nike came out with their most recent one um i've actually been able to put a couple guys that have pretty wide feet in them and um they they've said it's pretty comfortable it actually expands to fit their foot um so i guess my nike rep was telling the truth on that one that's awesome <clears throat> how many people are still asking for the old school puma copa mundials because i was an old school Guy. You're talking about the Adidas, Adidas Copa Mundial? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Adidas Copa. Um, the XFL punter, I think it's uh, – is it out of Houston? I don't – but he, he's been kicking in the Adidas Copa Mundial for as long as I've known him, and he loves it. As the only guy that I know that kicks in a professional league that, that is wearing the, the Adidas Copa Mundial. I have, I have some college guys that use it. Um, Cause Adidas doesn't have a lot of uh, options for kickers and punters when it comes to, to cleats. Um, so I have a couple, yeah, I have a couple college guys and really the only that XFL one XFL guy out of Houston in them. Nice. Okay. So this is kind of a fun question here. Um, you know, you, I would assume this happens and you'll just have to verify it when you have like high school kids calling or maybe college guys calling, do they often say like, Hey, can I get the cleats that, Harrison Butker gets or Jason Myers and if so is there like a certain kicker or punter where people are always like I want that guy's cleats yeah so yeah for sure that happens all the time uh most of the time it's it's Justin Tucker that that seems to be the guy that everybody nice everybody yeah everyone really really uh looks at what's on his feet um and and that trend kind of has started to go towards the the Chiefs he's a yes yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, it, I and Robbie Gold like in the I think it was in the Super Bowl he he put on the Nike Phantom Vision twos, and I got more requests the day after for that cleat than than I've ever had for that cleat. Um. So Nike, I think Nike put him in it, and it it just showed me like kids are watching what these pros are wearing. That's awesome. Uh, especially just you know guys trying to find their role models and. And Robbie Gould's kind of one of the older guys, the older cats. Um, but that's again, it's the Super Bowl, so everyone's watching. Right. But, uh, and he wore. Her. I got to give it to him. He wore him. I mean, that was a brand new cleat that had just come out, and he wore him. 
So here's my question on, on that. And I'm curious how soon he got them because for me personally, and, and I, I don't know if it's just cause I'm, I'm different or maybe just the generations are different, but I, I see kickers these days, they, they can get a brand new cleat and two days later they're playing in a game with them. For me, I needed like two to three weeks at least to break them in, wear them around the house, uh, kick with them, make sure these are the, the guys that I'm kicking with. But are you seeing uh, with this wave of kickers the last few years, are you seeing that they're okay with getting a brand new pair of boots and, and putting them on and kicking with them the next day or two days later in a game? I mean, I mean, that's not something I'm ever going to recommend. I'm always going to recommend you break them in slowly. Um, but, yeah, I kind of see the same thing happening where they'll, they'll get a brand-new pair of cleats the day before a game, two days before a game, and then they're wearing them. So maybe they know something I don't, but that's not, that's not something I recommend. Speaking of breaking them in, in your opinion, what's the best way to break in some cleats? Wearing them. <laughs> it's as simple as that obviously a lot of people have different tricks you know wearing them in hot water in the shower um I, I just recommend wearing them wear them for 30 minutes you start to get a blister switch to an old pair just kind of break them in slowly um you don't have to get a blister like i said just switch to an old pair once you start to feel a hot spot on your foot um but as far as tricks go i really haven't found one trick in particular works best nice so Speaking on that, we said blisters, it reminded me of socks. Um, I was always, uh, I called them tall boys. I would wear tall, tall length soccer socks, if you, if you want to call them that. Uh, and then when we got to, when I got to Ball State, uh, everyone had to wear long white socks, and they had to at least be at the mid shin or up to your knees. And then in arena ball, you had to have, um, long socks and they had to cover your knees you couldn't show any skin so for me I always loved wearing the long the long socks and and then it turned into a thing where I felt comfortable when I was able to really really like pull them up tight and get snug um, I've heard of this thing called true socks the last couple of years with guys and it seems like a lot of kickers like it what's your experience with true socks and what's your experience with socks in general with kickers um so in general, typically the questions I get about socks um, tend to ask about uh, grip, how they're going to obviously help them, uh, their, their plant foot not slip around. Um, and really my only answer to that is true socks. My experience with true socks goes back probably about five years. Um, when I had Chandler Catanzaro try a pair out, I was like, you know, they got, these guys playing soccer are using them, to, you know, so their foot doesn't slip when it gets sweaty. You know, that, that can only benefit other people that are in action sports. He tried them out, started to kind of get them around, guys like Jason Myers, people like that. And then, the, yeah, they just exploded. Yeah, true, true socks are awesome. So it's, it's, a, it's a sock. It can be an ankle sock. It can be um, a, a mid-calf sock that it has grips on the bottom of your foot and in, in the back of your ankle. And those grips actually go to the inside of the sock and make contact with your skin. So when your foot gets wet and starts to sweat, it'll actually grip the cleat and your foot. So a lot of these guys, when they go to plant, you know, after either playing in the rain or just having a sweaty foot, they say that it, it helps them a lot, you know, as far as not slipping, their foot not slipping. They, just, they tend to be a little pricey. Retail on them is normally about $40 for one pair of socks. So 
Um, I think you'd see more people wearing them if it wasn't forty dollars for one pair. What are they like thick? There are they shin height? Yeah, so they make different ones. They have an ankle version and they have like a mid calf version, which is what you're going to see a lot of the NFL players doing. And what they do is they actually take their game socks and cut them where they meet the true socks and then they'll take white or a different color tape that matches their team colors and tape the, uh, the bottom of the sock that they cut to the top of the true sock. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. And learn something new there. That's awesome. Yeah. So are you allowed to, are you, did you have to look into NCAA rules and stuff like that? Or, I mean, I would assume if people want to buy a cleat, they can buy a cleat. So, like, how, how does it work with college guys? Uh, so, I've done it a couple different ways. Um, probably could get, get some guys in trouble not going to do that. But uh, some of the local colleges here, what we'll do is uh, they'll we'll actually invoice the school for – we'll have their kickers and punters come, come in. They'll have, like, a certain amount of money that they can use towards a pair of cleat, and then we'll invoice the school for it. Or, you know, like Alabama, Florida – um, I do a lot of ACC guys. Um, they're typically just paying for it out of pocket. Um, and in, uh, it really depends on the time of year. Some of the guys are obviously trying to get cleats uh, to play games in, and then you just have other guys that will buy them out of season just to test them out. So when it comes time to play during season, they'll, they'll know what, uh, what cleat they like and what works. I'm curious here, what is, in your opinion, what's, what are like two or three of the more popular cleats right now that you're seeing people buy, whether it's the pros, the college, the high school kids, what's, what are people getting these days? Sure. So I would say probably more than half of my NFL guys are wearing some version of the Nike Tampa legend, whether it be the, the Tampa legend five, six, seven, or eight, I am probably more than half are wearing Tampa legends. Um, the other good part of that is going to be the vapor Nike mercurial vapor. Um, and then I have, I, I'm sure you guys know Ty Long of the chargers. Actually, he really couldn't find a pair of cleats that he liked a lot. I had him test out. It's called the Puma King platinum. So it was basically a new take on the old Puma King. It's really lightweight. Um, and he fell in love with that. So he's, he's the, I think he, he is, he's the only NFL punter or kicker that is wearing, um, Puma, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would say it's the Tampa Legend. Uh, right now, it's the Tampa Legend Elite Eight that people are using, and then the Nike Mercurial Vapor Thirteen Elite. Awesome. Well, Chris, our flagstone question here: We always ask our interviewees, you know, their five favorite stadiums to play in, and typically they're the NFL kickers and punters. So we're going to change this one up a little bit and ask you to list us your five favorite cleats of all time. And then we're going to add a part B on it. And if you want to talk about it, your, your maybe your five favorite customized cleats you've ever created for uh, NFL specialists. Sure. Yeah. So my five favorite cleats um, coming in, probably number one is the Nike Tiempo Legend 5. Um, awesome cleat, kind of jack of all trades, great kangaroo leather upper, good cleat. Um, second would be the Nike Tiempo Legend 6. Um, kind of the exact same concept, a little bit more of a sleek design. I really liked the Vapor 9 with the carbon fiber sole plate. Um, and then the Vapor 10 was really cool too with the Tahitian microfiber upper. Um, throwback Predator Accelerator, Adidas Predator Accelerator was awesome. 
Um, and then the uh, Nike T90 Laser would have to be one of my favorite. And I'll just throw this out there as far as custom cleats. I think one of my favorite cleats I did was a pair of customs for Jake Elliott um, that he used in the playoffs. It was an all-white pair because uh, he likes everything to be all-white that he used in the playoffs, kicked a, a game-winning field goal in the playoffs using. So I, I'll throw that out there. It's awesome. Well, cool, Chris, man. Thanks so much for being on. Uh, I actually learned a good bit personally. Um, so I know that the fans and everyone that's listening uh, definitely learned a lot. Um, and it's pretty cool to see your journey the last four years, four plus years. And I mean, in my, in my mind, it looks like you just got started. I feel like you're, you're well on your way. Um, and who knows, maybe this can turn into not only NFL, CFL, XFL kickers, arena league kickers, maybe it could turn into, you know, possibly um, professional soccer players as well, or maybe, maybe you already are doing that. Um, but yeah, uh, no, really I, appreciate oh, I appreciate you having me on. It, it means a lot. Obviously you guys have an awesome platform and just being a part of that's, that's great. And getting to see um, kind of your family's journey um, on Instagram and everything has just been inspiring. Everything that you guys have been through and just, the happiness and joy that I get to see um, daily, um, your son um, get to experience has just been, it's been a pleasure to watch. And, and my family has, has taken joy and inspiration from that. So I, I appreciate it. I appreciate, pre appreciate the friendship from both of you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks again for being on with us and excited to see how things go for you in the next, next few years and stay in touch. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Chris. Right, thanks, Chris. Thank Talk you, soon, man. Bye. Yeah, soccer guy, Chris. Yeah, that was a fun one. You know, changes it up a little bit from, you know, interviewing the NFL specialist. But, you know, this is an element that is very important to kickers and punters with, you know, the equipment side of things. And that was real fun to hear his take um, on, on the questions he's fielding, the types of cleats people are getting. So hopefully all the listeners and, and, and future kickers or guys who have to recycle their cleats to do something new, you know, can hear what, what most guys are getting. So I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I mean, it's important. I mean, what you're, what you're putting on your feet, your footwear, it's really important kicking wise. So um, he, he provided a lot of great feedback. We really appreciate Chris being on. Yep. Well, all right, guys, thanks again for listening. Again, we got a strand of real fun interviews coming up. So thanks again for your continued support and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, 40 Nation? We just wanted to let you know about a brand new product that's out on the market called the Launchpad Kickoff Block. Yeah, guys, I mean, this kickoff tee is phenomenal. It's basically designed to allow you to have a forward lean on your block, as well as to be able to lean at different ways that you want. It's, it's super flexible. It has a, a very good surface area to strike the sweet spot on the ball. As we all know in the kicking industry, hang time is more important than ever. So the forward lean and the 360-degree power arc or, or rainbow of, of settings, it, it makes the launch pad the most versatile and strategic kickoff tee ever. We actually had a camp just recently where a guy that normally hits 63 to 67 yards is normally in like the 3-2 to 3-4 hang. And we just said, hey, why don't you just test it out? And the guy was hitting 3-7s to 3-9s, consistently hitting 65 to 68 yards. And it was just remarkable. So 
Uh, this has been phenomenal to have the Launchpad kickoff team come out, and you guys can use our code NKR, uh, just like you know NKR camps. You know NKR is the code where you can get a discount. And we're also going to put the link in the description. Okay, so. That way you guys have that. And again, there's other things with this awesome Launchpad team. You could do really cool squib kicks and boomerang bouncers and, and sidewinders. It's just more important forever to have all these tools in your kit when you're going to compete against other guys at the high school, college levels. And the other thing that's really cool about this is, is safety, actually. I mean, we've had trainees in the past that, that may step their toe. On other tees, uh, it's really cool how the launch pad is designed. It's very safe for your foot, you know, coming in to, to make foot-to-ball contact. So, again, launch pad kickoff tee. We're stoked about it. We're excited. Link's in the description, and you could also use code capital NKR. Yeah, Brian, I love the block. To see it firsthand versus just kind of understanding the science behind it with the forward lean and opening up the sweet spot. Like you said, when we saw kickers at our camp get a little bit more hang time than they average and typically do in our camps, I mean, that's what sold me. And so I'm fully behind this block now that I've seen it in action and we've had the kickers at the camps like it and actually started purchasing it already. I love the block already. Go get yours today. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.